So let us imagine that there is a creative agency. Recently, the agency has managed to bag a huge client. The creative director of the agency decides that Rita, Rahul and Rohit will be working on the project. Three of them are very happy with the opportunity. They work really hard towards creating the best creative pieces. But when the time comes to give the presentation in front of the client, Rohit does not let anyone participate. He behaves as if he has done most of the work. He gathers all the praises from the creative director and the clients. He also manages to secure a promotion. But do you feel this is justified? When the hard work of Rita and Rahul was not appreciated at all. Now let's imagine another scenario. Vishal joins as a trainee at a consulting firm. Here he finds some difficulties in doing a task. So he approaches his immediate superior, Vaishali. Now Vaishali assures him that she will help him in completing the task. Vishal trusts her words and proceeds with the work accordingly. With Vaishali's little help, he manages to do the task successfully as well. But when the time comes to give feedback, Vaishali says that Vishal is an extremely inefficient fellow. She lies that she helped him with the entire task. Is Vaishali's treatment fair? Is she not backstabbing a co-worker? Okay, let me tell you another story. Two software engineers, Amit and Sumit, are working in a company. Recently, one of the projects that Amit was handling was evaluated. There was some minor error in the project, but Amit's manager shouts at him while giving feedback. He even embarrasses him in front of his co-workers. Then, the very next week, Sumit's project is evaluated. But he commits a huge mistake. But to Amit's surprise, Sumit is not told a single word. The manager does not even point out his mistake. Isn't the manager's reaction biased? In all these three situations, what do we see? It is nothing but office politics. Welcome to your weekly detox session. In this podcast, I, Devas, will share my thoughts that is detox to detoxify your life. I'm going to throw light on thought-provoking questions that surround us. You and I, together, will be discovering answers to questions related to life, career, growth, productivity, and anything that crosses my mind. So let's get going. In today's episode, we will discuss how negative workplace politics can affect you and pull you down. We'll also see how we can deal with office politics in the best manner. Now the question arises, why do people even engage in workplace politics? I think people engage in workplace politics to reap financial, emotional and even physical rewards. Those who engage the most actively often have important unmet needs, a specific agenda, a desire for power and the ability to sacrifice values and sincerity to get what they want. In all the stories that we heard towards the beginning, we see how Rohit became involved in politics by taking all the credit for the work done by Rahul and Rita. 
we saw how Vaishali backstabbed her co-worker Vishal. We saw how the manager's behavior was biased towards Sumit. These all were examples of office politics. So how can you identify that your workplace is politicized? Signs of negative political behavior can include backstabbing a colleague, blackmailing a colleague, forming spiteful groups against the other co-workers, gossiping or spreading rumors about others, or purposely withholding important information. An individual's rewards do not align with organizational rewards. Also, there is a system that needs to be worked on and the best navigators are rewarded. A workplace where urgency takes a backseat to process and the stakeholders in the status quo become threatened by change. People who do not constantly produce results don't get fired or scolded. The ordinary employee has little knowledge of and clarity in the company's decision-making. When people work, there will be disagreements for sure. This is true even when most or all employees are working remotely. Therefore, understanding the human custom of politicking is essential for everyone in the business. I'll be sharing some tips that will help you sail your way through foxy political streams. If you observe that someone is taking credit for your work, you shouldn't just directly expose that person at the office. The most professional thing to do is to completely document your work. Periodically, update your superiors and co-workers about your progress and results. This can guard you against anyone who questions your contribution to the company or questions your skills. It protects your reputation because you can easily prove your level of productivity if it's ever questioned. Also, a very common thing that can happen is a co-worker using their power to threaten and suppress others. What we can do is to make friends with our co-workers. Forming friendships and connections with your colleagues is one way to protect against negative influences in the office. Forming a group against a person involved in negative politicking can separate that person, restrain their behavior and reveal them for what they do. If your colleagues try to make you look bad or weaken you, you might feel like doing the same. However, this can backfire. You may come across as petty and are unlikely to change your boss or co-worker's behavior. A better way to deal with difficult colleagues is to ask them for a private conversation. Ask them why they acted how they did, rather than accusing them. There might be situations when people will talk and some will try to ask your opinion in the process. When a colleague starts talking about workplace politics with you, Ask them, have you shared your matters with that individual directly? Do you think your goal would be achieved quicker if you went directly to the source? It is the best way to stay neutral in the workplace and to be known for your shine. Also, your biggest asset will always be your authenticity. As an employee, you should mean what you say. Follow up on your commitments. You should work to contribute to a culture at your company that values people 
and discourages abusing people in any form. The best way to do this is to praise others, encourage teamwork and be empathetic to your co-workers. By making an effort to change the culture to one of kindness and honesty, you can create a better environment for everyone. In the end, you should understand the fact that office politics happen in every workplace. If you spend all of your time worrying about the water cooler chatter, you'll never have time to manage your projects. Therefore, some extent of complacency will keep you sober. With this, we come to the end of the podcast. I hope you liked today's session. If yes, then don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can also connect with me on Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn. Till then, stay awesome, stay productive.